This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio for a free trial and 10% off. Go to squarespace.com. Use offer code SWORD. Listeners, help Sword and Laser by completing this short, anonymous survey. It will take no more than five minutes, we promise, and your answers will help match our show with advertisers that best fit the sensibilities of our podcast and you, the listeners. Listeners who complete the survey will be entering in an ongoing monthly raffle to win a $100 Amazon gift card. We promise not to share or sell your email address, and we won't send you email unless you win. Please go to www.podsurvey.com slash laser. That's www.podsurvey.com slash laser to take our survey and get a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sorganizer, episode number 174. I'm Veronica Belmont. I'm Tom Merritt. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm in China right now. Not really, But you're in China right now, but not really because I'm talking to you, which you wouldn't have time to do because the times are all off. Right. How did you do that? What sorcery is this, Veronica? <laughs> I uh, We are recording this in advance. That's what Tom... Oh, that recording. is how this is happening. It's not very sorcery. Yes. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, we are uh, doing this in advance because, like we mentioned, I am in China right now. Um, I have been in China for a couple of weeks, and I will be in China for at least another week, returning on the twenty fifth. Uh, Sword and laser listeners, she is your China girl. Is that a right. song reference? Right now, yeah, it's a David Bowie song. That's okay. Okay, that's what I thought. I know David Bowie. I'm sorry. Now I feel like a jerk. Sure. <laughs> it was most it was meant to make you feel like a star when I said it. Yeah, see? That's not even how the song goes. Whatever. Anyway, um <laughs> this is the science fiction and fantasy podcast where we discuss the latest book pick of the month. I talk about all the crazy science fiction fantasy news going on in the world of media and of course discuss what you guys are talking about over in the forums over on goodreads.com. Um so, yeah, we are doing this in advance. What else? Oh, guess what? We are wrapping up a Wizard of Mercy because we forgot to do that, and it is the perfect opportunity to use as a filler episode. When last we met, we explained to you that we got all this great feedback from the forums, and mm-hmm. we were going we to modify how Quick Burns is done, and we're going to totally change the calendar, oh, yeah. and we're going to try to focus more on book discussions. But one other thing that they mentioned in the Goodreads forum a couple <laughs> of times they were all was like, that... Hey, jerk faces. You never wrapped up a wizard of mercy. That is terrible. You are bad people. Please do that. So we had, we we are taking this opportunity to remedy that because May is a three episode month, first of all. Mm-hmm. So we don't we're in the middle. We don't have to talk about we don't have to kick off the Martian anymore. It's kicked off. We barely kicked it off, but we kicked it Did off. That count- because I don't know. All right. Well, okay, come on. They we 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 mentioned that it was gonna be the book pick, and then we had a whole freaking interview with the author, as well as a bonus interview with that's the author true. that we didn't that's even construct. So I feel like that's, that's well and you truly guys are kicked versed. off. You're versed in the market. Yeah. You've even They're, heard a, ch- a part of the book. So so we're we're good there. And then next week we'll actually like you know, where or next week, but next episode, when you're back from China, mm-hmm. we will wrap up the Martian, which I can't wait to do. You're um, done already. Also, by the way, he's been done for like two weeks. I know. The time I will have been done by weeks, a long maybe. time. Yeah. Um, so that's cheating. But I have no. plenty of time to read because I have like a 14 oh, hour yeah. flight. I can't imagine you don't get sucked in the way I did. I because- know. I'm really excited about it. 
I mean, essentially, because we know we know the actual like plot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, guy is stranded on Mars and has to survive. And so you kind of think, well, I, I kind of know where this is going to go. But okay, it sounds interesting. So much better than you imagine because the voice of the main character mm-hmm. is so compelling and so funny. Uh, and the science is so well researched. And so therefore you're never going like, would that really happen? You're like, well, I guess it would really happen because that's actually yeah. what's happening. Well, we actually and then, had, go ahead. I was just going to say you, and then you get the NASA side view of it, right? That's the, them awesome. discovering that he's actually still there. Hey, that's no mind. spoilers. Well, no, that's all on the book jacket. You're like, on the book jacket. Your mom's on the book. No, Barbara. My mom not. is a book jacket. <laughs> No, all I'm saying is that, like Andy said that in his interview. Like, I laid a jacket over your mom's shoulders last night because she was chilly. <laughs> oh, oh, you did not. She was chilly because she was naked. That was very nice. What? What? <laughs> Why was she not? I don't she know. Dress Stop nicer. thinking about it. That's Stop not good. It. it was seasonably warm. It was seasonably catch warm, cold. Okay? It was seasonably, She'll catch her death of I cold. I mean, chilly. Thank you for giving her a jacket. You're welcome. I'm very chivalrous. Hey, you know what uh, though? So anyway, I feel like you're going to, you're going to just get sucked into the Martian and you're going to be done. You're probably done by now. Like in China, you're probably already done. I probably read it on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. You probably just finished it. Um, Are you going to do audio or are you going to do text? Um, I'm going to do text. All right. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because you're on a text. flight and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And my problem is when I'm, especially when I'm on flights, I get like audiobooks just put me right to sleep. Uh, I don't same know why. With me. Yeah. It's just. I always want to read me. them on or listen to them on flights. And then I'm like, <clears throat> it's the hum, the hum and the soothing voice together. That's like hot milk and honey right there. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. If you hear like a banging in the background, um, my no, puppy, I didn't hear anything. My puppy is in the room and she's going to town on this rawhide bone, and it is quite noisy on the hardwood floors. So my I puppy's in the room, but that. he's just sleeping. So. Sawyer, Sawyer. Um. So yeah, we are going to wrap up this book. Uh, unfortunately. I don't remember a lot about the book at this point. I'm one of those people who I read another book and then all of the thoughts about the other book kind of get pushed out of my head. Um, so I'm going to do my, my very best to to recount my feelings on the book. And uh, I apologize if they are nonsensical or I'm confusing them with other books or I just don't remember anything. All right. Well, let me do you a solid then. Okay. I'm going to give you a little time to see if any more of the book seeps back in your memory by telling the fine folks who are listening about audible.com. Do it. Because we just talked about audiobooks and how they're so soothing and awesome that they're like warm milk and honey in your brain, and that's what they are. Over 150,000 titles to choose from, fiction, nonfiction, bestsellers. Uh, I, I talked about this, I think, on the last episode. Like I cleaned my entire house, washed the dogs, uh, cleaned up the garage because I was listening to an audiobook. So it will be good for your life. Yeah. If you listen to audiobooks, you'll get more done. You'll be more productive, which leaves you time to rest and become a better looking person. No guarantees, <laughs> but I we think cannot, pro- we cannot say that. Uh, I think it's, pro- I think it, I think it's not unlikely. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Uh, free apps for iPhones, Android and windows phone. Download and listen to them. They have the WhisperSync. Sometimes you can actually get the Kindle version and be reading it on your Kindle and WhisperSync to the audio version, which is like magic. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and, and it's just fun. I mean, the narrator on The Martian 
is amazing. So if you're like, wait a minute, I haven't picked up The Martian yet. I, I didn't realize you kicked it off. And I want to listen to this amazing audiobook that you're talking about. Why don't we just give it to you free? Ooh. Would you like that? I, I would like that. Well, you can't because you're already an Audible subscriber. Aww. But anybody who's not can go to audiblepodcast.com slash sword and get a free audiobook as well as a 30-day trial membership. And if you're like, well, why do I need the 30-day trial membership? I'll just try out the audiobook. 30-day trial membership means that you get the, the discounted prices for any other audiobooks that mm-hmm. you want. Uh, as well as signing up, you know, if you like it, which you probably will after the 30 days for your one book a month. So just, just go do it. Just don't stop arguing with me. <laughs> go to audiblepodcast.com slash sword. Uh, you won't be sad you did. You could even get Wizard of Earthsea. You can get it any book you want. We're just saying The Martian because that's the book we're reading right now. Right. Uh, I am a huge Audible fan. Uh, I have been listening to Audible for years, and it, it, it is, it's kind of, kind of life-changing, really. Um, because It sounds ridiculous to say that, because it's not life-changing like no, climbing Tom, a mountain. It's not, it's not ridiculous. It's but true. It, no, but it's true. It's, not, it's like, we don't mean to say, like, it's life-changing, like, getting married, but it's life-changing in that I have a clean house. That's life-changing. That's life-changing. You know what else is life-changing? The fact that I need to get up right now and go take that rawhide bone away from the dog is <laughs> driving me crazy. So, hold on. All right, you go keep, go for it. Two seconds. Just Don't lose talking. your other hand. I'm not. I can't uh, hear you anymore, Tom. We so. hope we hope you're you're safe and uh, she she's really good with dogs. She'll be fine. So we're gonna wrap up Wizard of Earthsea finally, uh, and I, I, we really apologize for being late getting to this. Uh, it was just a ma- an organizational issue, to be honest. I think neither. I can't believe neither one of us noticed that. When we were kicking off the next book that we hadn't wrapped up the last one, but we're, we're fixing it now. Okay. That's what we're saying. We're fixing it now. What were you telling them while I was gone? I was just apologizing again because oh. you can never apologize too much. That's what my nuns taught me <laughs> growing up. You're, you're a good Catholic. <laughs> Thank you. Not. Uh, hey, I'm still practicing. I'm trying to get it right. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, sure. So Ged. 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 The wizard, Ged, the wizard. Jed. This is not going to have this gif, jif conversation. No, no. I think here. it's just Ged. Well, the audiobook they say Ged, so okay. that's what I'm going with. Um, he, it, this, this is lots of different books. You know, it's it's the King Arthur like boy plucked from unknowingness with great power, and then it's Hogwarts, and we talked about that mm-hmm. when we actually mm-hmm. kicked off the book, and it's it's this kind of school time. You know, he's the guy from down on the farm, and not everybody respects him, but some people see his potential, and then it becomes like the the you know the not the boy who cried wolf, but it becomes the boy who who let the evil into the world, uh, and and it becomes an Odyssey story. Right. At the end. So I, I feel like there's several different styles of story all mastered, all yeah. told very well. It's got a little bit of chosen one in there. It's yes, got a little bit sure. of, you know, Hogwarts. That's that like Arthurian thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, and, you know, we also discussed, I, I believe, on, on the kickoff about uh, Ursula K. Le Guin's opinion yes. of Hogwarts. And her opinion of... Um, and really, that's that's just a section of the novel. I don't, we don't want to give people the misimpression. Of course, no, we're wrapped up, so you must have read it. But uh, I don't feel like it's necessarily Hogwarts-like, it, in, in and of it, except in, in and of the fact that it's 
boys in a school. It's, about it's more wizards. like the school. It's more like the school I would say in the King Killer Chronicles. If if I had to choose a magical school, and when we think of magical schools, we think really? of the magicians, and yeah, we yeah. think of the, you know the King That's, Killer Chronicles, and we think right? of Hogwarts. I can't remember the name of the school in the King Killer Chronicles, unfortunately. The university, something like right, that. right. Yeah, well, I think it's just often called the university, but it is it is a bit like that. It, is to me, it feels a little more gritty. like that because it's kind of, yeah, it's a little gritty. It's a little more intense, uh, you know, this actual like life and death circumstances. Although and, I guess you could make that argument of Hogwarts as well. Sure. Uh, but the school is everything in Hogwarts. It's over seven books. You're, you're in the school yeah, the whole this time. this is not that. Um, the this school, is, it, you're in for a section. But it, it kind of, it's a kicking off point because yeah. uh, we're, we're dealing with the story of Ged. Um, did I say it right? Jed? Ged? Ged. Ged. And, um... You know, up until that point, he's kind of like a golden child. Like, he really, he hasn't done a lot wrong. He's kind of, like, proven he's, to everyone he's that An- he's... He's Anakin. Yeah. Because he is, he's that golden child. I mean, whatever you think of the Phantom Menace, he is that, like, young, bright, I want I want to learn. I want to be a Jedi. Very precocious, I, very good yeah. at all his studies. And then suddenly, he makes a fatal effort. He makes he a goes fatal too far. accident. He goes too far. He's trying to prove himself to another student. They get into a big magic battle, head to head. Ged gets goaded, and he unleashes some evil into the world, as one does in that kind of situation. And you know that that evil literally follows him for the next several years of his life. Uh, and it's kind of the story of him trying to come to terms with this giant mistake he's made, and and basically trying to fix it. So let's talk about the ending because that's the first of our our community contri- contributions to this. Uh, this was posted by Joanna on the Goodreads forum. Uh, and, and and before I read what Joanna wrote, in, in the end, if you're if you're not remembering like us because it's been a while, uh, in, in the end, Vetch uh, is with Ged, um, who's his friend. He's the one who yeah, kind of stood by him at school it, from the school. Yeah. Uh, Ged steps out of the boat, walks into the darkness. I felt like this was very much Voyage of the Dawn Treader, where like they get to the end of the earth in the Voyage of the Dawn Treader and it gets really shallow. I felt like that was very similar here. Tom, so they reach a dark. A re- you're making a reference I don't know. Well, it's C.S. Lewis. Nope, haven't Voy- read it. Voyage of the Dawn Treader is the third book in the Narnia series. Oh, well, fancy. fancy. Yes. Uh, anyway, Ged uh, gets out of the boat. They're at a dark shore that is magically manifested uh, frontier of the land of the dead, later described as the coasts of death's kingdom. After Ged steps out of the boat and walks into the darkness, the shadow advances towards him, taking the forms of many people. As they meet, they both say the name Ged, embrace, and become one. They hug it out. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, the normal condition of the sea is then restored, and Vetch wordly retrieves his friend from the water. They sail west, and Ged laughs and weeps, saying, I am whole, I am free. Until then, afraid that his friend was possessed, Vetch understands that the creature was Ged's spirit of death, and that Ged could only reunite with it by understanding it as part of himself, by, quote, knowing his whole true self. The story ends with their return after 16 more days at sea to Vetch's home. So that that. Yeah, so it, it, it's the first in a series, um, so there's, there's more to this story, but that's kind of how this one wraps up. So what did Joanna have to say? Joanna said, um, I read this book for the first time as a teen, and at the time, the ending felt like a huge letdown to me when I was expecting an epic battle. This time around, I found the ending more fitting, but I was still anxious to get past the days of chasing the shadow across the sea beforehand. Um, you know, I, I kind of felt like it, it was a lot of buildup. 
there was definitely a lot of buildup there, years of buildup uh, in his life, at least. Uh, did you feel like it was kind of a letdown? You know, it's funny. I, and I'm looking at well, like Robert and Terp Kristen and several other people saying, you know, Rochelle is saying the same things like, yeah, if I, I was in fact, I think it was Robert is like, I was hoping as they went across the sea, please don't let him catch a shadow and just absorb it into himself or something <laughs> like that would be lame. Uh, and reading that Wikipedia summary that I just did, it, it sounds lame. It's like, oh, it was all a dream. I just needed to hug myself. But I didn't feel that way when I was listening to the original audio, to the audiobook. The a problem with me ago. is that I don't even remember the ending. It's like, all about that, the execution of the ending. It's not about like, it, what happens. It's how she tells it, I think. Thomas, your house burning down. Uh, no, it's just L.A. That, that probably means that someone is. Someone murdered. Well, they're shooting a movie down the street. Maybe oh, it's fake. Okay. Let's just pretend it's fake murder. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel bad because, like I said, I didn't really remember the ending. I had to go look it up. And I wonder if that is kind of indicative of, you know, maybe the ending not being that great or maybe the ending being a little anticlimactic. Um, that's that's kind of what's popping into my head now because I, I, I feel like I can remember the ending of most books. And this and one I, didn't really resonate with me. To me, the moments that resonate are the battle at the school, are the battle with the dragon, you know, are some of the more exciting moments in the story. For me, the ending wasn't one of those moments. And that's odd, right? Usually the ending is the thing you remember because that's the last thing you read. Right. Well, that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. Ursula K. Le Guin fans on the forums and elsewhere have all a lot of them said you really shouldn't judge her work by Wizard of Earthsea because it is her first attempt at something. Well, I mean, that's not to say that I didn't like the book because I did sure, like sure. the book. I did. I actually like the book a lot. And so, yeah, maybe I, I feel like what she was going after and the way she told it worked for me at the time, like in the context of reading the book. It didn't feel like, and he woke up and it was all the dream or, and then he hugged his death spirit and he was fine. <laughs> he like that would be spirit. really trite. That would be really trite. They kissed like, and made up. Yeah. No, the way it is written, it felt like, okay, it I get it. Interesting like, if he had made out with his spirit. <laughs> you've, this is what comes from being in vaginal fantasy for a few years. Yes. Um, and maybe you're right. You probably are. You would have made it memorable. It certainly would have uh, stuck out in your mind. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's what she said. That's what she said. Yep. Good job, Tom. No, I, I think the way she told it worked for me, but I, I get that just the idea that in the end, he was fighting himself can seem very trite. Mm, if that's the way yeah, you think. Yeah, it seems kind of formulaic. Yeah. Like man versus himself. Right, right. But then True. everything is, if you really, like that could be a fun exercise is to sum up amazing books in the most trite way possible because you could do it to anything mm -hmm. you know guy looks for fish for a long time and fails moby dick <laughs> not a fish it's a whale i know Touché. i don't care Touché. Yeah. um we also have a thread uh by by bill people who out said there are like spoiler toby <laughs> fails jeez ruined moby dick <laughs> bill <laughs> Sorry. says uh, finished it, loved it, more Earthsea, please. He goes on to say, nothing like a massive snow ice storm to give one time to finish a great book, to give one time, to give one time 
to finish a great book. <laughs> I had to One change time. the phrasing there. Um, Snowstorm. Phrasing. I love the book for its well-paced journey, the glimpse into the cultures of the lands on Ged's voyage, and the satisfying ending. Okay. Um, okay. If your edition has Le Guin's afterward, do yourself a favor and read it as well. It helps to deepen the understanding of her process and leaves you wanting more. So... Off I go to find the next Earthsea book. Thanks, Sword and Laser, for introducing me to an author I'd heard about but never truly discovered until now. You're welcome, Bill. And then, of course, Catfish says, I'm not interested in Earthsea after this, but I want to go and read The Left Hand of Darkness. Ah, well, some people do say that The Left Hand of Darkness is her best work, so that might be one to read as well. I'm just glad that we actually finally got around to reading a Le Guin book, and we, we can quibble whether this was the right one to pick or not. Um, but I, I, I don't think it's a wrong one. You, there's, there's lots of different ways to go. And, and this is the, uh, this is how it all starts. It's like, I like origin stories. Yeah. You know, totally. Um, do we have another ad to read? We do actually, we uh, do be- because Squarespace is nice enough to sponsor us today. We should read their ad. We should. Um, they're also nice enough to provide the tool that makes our website look like we spend way more time on it than we do because, <laughs> It's well-designed and well-laid out. And I'm not uh, deprecating either of our skills, but you don't need to have skills with Squarespace. That's the, that's the amazing part of it, right? You just, you just sign up and you put... I, did, I have a friend, uh, our editor on the Sword and Laser Anthology, CJ Harrison, uh, needed a website recently. And I gave her a few options, I'll be honest. And she chose Squarespace. She's like, this is what I want. It looks nice. good. And all I need to do is put in the, th- the things. She's like, can you help me out? I'm like, you won't need me to. So I sat next to her while she went through the setup. And she's like, oh yeah, I didn't need you at all. <laughs> You're, like, you're getting in my way, Merritt. Yeah. I got this. 20 highly customizable templates for you to choose from. They've won numerous design awards. So you get an award-winning design when you use it. It's incredibly easy to use. They do have 24 hours a day, seven days a week support. Uh, and it starts at just $8 a month, including a free domain name if you sign up for a year at a time. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Start a trial. You don't need to have to give them a credit card or anything. You just start building a website. You don't have to do anything, but you have to give them an email address because they have to confirm some, you know, do your login and stuff. But other than that, nothing. If you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code SWORD to get 10% off and to show your support for Sword and Laser. Um, and and I encourage you to try it. It's a really good tool. I use it for TomMerrittBooks.com. I use it for SwordandLaser.com. And uh, I think you'll like it. So check it out. And don't forget that offer code SWORD to get 10% off and we get credit. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Squarespace, we love you. Um, All right. Well, you know, as we mentioned in the last episode, um, is there any more wrap up you want to do? Do you feel good? I feel feel good. good. I feel good. I feel like we've made amends, you know, I hope so. I hope you guys aren't mad at us anymore. And when we wrap up the Martian next time, we'll give you lots of thick book talk. Yes. We promise, because right About now this space. is all all very nebulous because I'm somewhere on mainland hey, China. Speaking of nebulous, I was at the nebulas, apparently. <laughs> in, in the future past? In the future past that we're experiencing. Yeah. Oh, so we, right. we, should, we should be having some nebula interviews if all went well. If Fantastic. not, things didn't go well. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to miss nebulas being in China and all. And Bacon. And Bacon. I'm missing all the things. But I will be at Nerdtacular in July. Oh, good. So that's exciting. Yeah. You know what? Actually, uh, Sword and Laser is going to do a panel at Nerdtacular. uh, And we're going to talk. We're going to do a little bit of book discussion. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk about 
the Goodreads community and how that works, how to how to have a community and a podcast. Uh, so if you're going to be at Nerdtacular, check that out. And if you're like, what's Nerdtacular? Go to Nerdtacular.com and, and look it up. Yeah, yeah you should come, come meet awesome. us. Um, and make your very own Utah connection. Utah connection. All right. Well, by the way, the Sword and Laser Anthology is on sale. Uh, you can get it wherever things are sold, hopefully, but definitely at swordandlaser.com slash store. Yes. Uh, that takes you to the Lulu spotlight page where you can choose the ebook Whoa, you just or totally the print version. It'll also have amazing. links off. Whoa. Am I still cyborgy? No, you're fine now. But that, okay. it was like, it was actually, it sounded like choo 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 choo. Laser, 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 laser. Uh, What I was trying to say was if you go to that link, you can get the iBooks version and, and other versions like Kindle and Nook will show up there as they become available. So they might be there right now. We don't know. Um, and the print version uh, is available as well. We're very excited about it and we hope you love it as much as we do. Um, it's- I'm cradling mine like a baby right now. That's adorable. Mine is sitting on my desk near me. Uh, we have not moved into a physical relationship as yet, um, but I see it in the future. Going somewhat against tradition, namely because they lack the necessary equipment to drag a several ton wyvern carcass all the way back to the village, Dalrin and Lodok brought the town elders out to see the remains. Among the group were Abed and Cade. Are you, you just go. reading a random That's line? just one random paragraph from the Sword and Laser <laughs> Anthology for you. Nice. Um, and of course, as you all know, we are on the Boing Boing Podcast Network. You can check out much more shows over many more, much more, many more shows. Such show. Such show. Many much podcasts. Wow. wow. Amaze. Boingboing.net slash category slash podcasts. And of course, if you want to get in touch with us, the email address is feedback at swordandlaser.com. The website is swordandlaser.com. All of our discussions happen over on goodreads.com. And if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, the phone number is 415-7-SWORD-6. Um, and, you know, this is kind of like a weird episode because we're not here and we're recording it in advance, but we are really excited to get more into like the in-depth book discussions and take more feedback from you guys and all the stuff that we've kind of talked about in the forums about improving the show. Um, I think we're going to make it a really interesting year. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. You guys were basically like reading our minds. Like we had questions like, should we go this direction or this direction? And you're like, go that direction. Thank you. Yes. That's awesome. I hope Tom didn't take all of the calendar stuff too personally. You okay? No, I really, yeah, I'm totally fine. It's one of those, I'll be honest, I'll be totally honest. It's one of those things where I'm like, well, I got to prepare the calendar because I got to read the calendar and it's real tedious to do the calendar. Good, that's good. (laughs) I'm still going to keep the calendar up to date, but not having to break my back to make sure it's up to date right before the show every time is actually a lot easier. Awesome. And it's more fun getting suggestions from you guys anyway. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that's a wrap. And uh, we will see you at the end of the month for the wrap up of our current pick, The Martian by Andy Weir. We'll see you guys next time. Bye in Chinese. I don't know how to say that. I prepared prepared terribly. Visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.